Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Meltdown presents The Disney Click with Rick and Briars. This podcast is sponsored by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. Find Meltdown on MeltComics.com. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Disney Click with your hosts. I think I'm Rick. I think you are as well, and I think I'm Briars. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to our new podcast. Well, it's not a new podcast. It's our new episode of our podcast. We're deep into our episodes now. Yeah, we're, we're rolling now. Yeah. Some would argue we've stopped, but I think we're rolling. I think we're rolling, okay, we're rolling down the river. Okay. Is that, a, is that the song? <laughs> That's not the song? Yeah, rolling, rolling down the river. I think it is. I, it's a classic from my childhood. We, we better stop this right now. And uh, let's talk about <laughs> today's episode, people. all right? Okay. Um, our Disney list is mm-hmm. our best animated sidekick. Top five. Top five best animated sidekick. Um, at this point, hopefully they know it's a it's a top five. But in case you but don't, for we, our new listeners, right? That's right. So we, we like to do five. Right, we do five, and we do not discuss it ahead of time. Never. So you know, watch hilarity or surprises. Listen, ensue, right? <laughs> okay. If only you could see us. Right. And then we have we have a, a an attraction exploration. We can call it. Uh, we we look at a attraction at Disney World, Disneyland, somewhere in the world, and today. We're going to look at the Haunted Mansion, one of my personal favorite rides. And Your number one favorite, correct? I guess it was, right? <laughs> can I, it's so hard to pick. Can I tell no. them the bi- I mean, I'm just enlightening everyone that this is your favorite, which is fine. It is, it is my, my favorite from a pure Disney standpoint. It is, it is my number one. And I don't know as much ride. about it, so I'm excited to, to learn okay. some more about it. I do enjoy it. Right, right. It's oh. not one of my favorites. Okay. But right I, don't, I don't dislike it by any means. It's no Tiki Room. Which you love. I just love those birds. <laughs> I want an animatronic bird in my house. Oh, that's so what, bad. I'm so getting that's that the dream. for your birthday. And you'll make ha- have to love it. Yeah. They do? All right, I'll look well, into it. not Disney, I think. Just like off-brand. Oh, well, that wouldn't be as good. <laughs> and uh, finally, we're going to go into a little personal thing for Briars and I about uh, our most influential Disney movies in our life. What, what got us perhaps into... You know Disney, the the mm-hmm. studio, the film studio, or within our lives, and and that that should be interesting. I'm excited. Yeah. I was just looking at what I the ones I've written it down, and I was like, "Yep, definitely own all of these on VHS." Mm, nice VHS. So, yeah, all right, that's a good yeah. sign. It's a good sign in this day and age. And <laughs> if you have the DVD in this day and age, it, it actually kind of means days. something, right? I had to explain Blockbuster to a child a while back. <laughs> I like, still there don't used to be a room survived. you could go into and and just. Stroll through movies of VHS tapes and then DVDs. I know, I know. And then Blu-ray. Forty ounces of curb for for blockbuster, right? 
Anyway, let's get this started uh, with the Disney list. And now, the, the Disney, Disney list. list. Okay, so our Disney list this week is top five Disney animated sidekick characters. So we didn't really, we just kind of left it up to, to each other as to what we deemed a sidekick. Um, and so we didn't set specific parameters. Well, what would you say a sidekick is in, in, your, in your case? Uh, I would say it's going to be to the main the main protagonist. It's their their best friend, or it's a character that is is with them to help them along in their journey. Or oftentimes with the princesses, it's their like pet animal that doesn't speak. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> cute and yeah, usually like a horse. Or I think of um like what's the one entangled? What is he? A Max- little Maximus. Oh no, yeah. uh, the iguana. You're talking. Yeah, about. You, yeah, you've got options. Right. No, no Maximus sure. belongs to Flynn. Yeah, so kind Maximus. You didn't start yeah, with Flynn, so Maximus but... would be. So th- yeah, it's all up for debate. Yeah. But I think we can just make a case for each of ours. And I would, I would actually argue that oftentimes the sidekick makes the movie. I don't remember the main character as much sometimes as mm. I do the sidekick. Well, That's a lot of the ones so I chose for sure are that reason. I'm like, if this character didn't exist in this movie, right. it would not be the same movie, or right. or be be as as good it wouldn't even be there there are a lot of there are a lot of sidekicks to choose from i wouldn't be surprised if we but there have are some that just, just stand seem out like, and like are they're like, gonna be on boom. there mm-hmm. and while we like not to be too obvious sometimes we can't help but be too obvious at right. least for for my yeah. sake of my list well i think if that happens then probably the people listening are like oh yeah that's what i would put right. too right it's like you can't not yeah yeah think of that character right. but i was Surprisingly, I don't have a lot of Pixar represented, but I, I mean, I really, obviously, I looked through the Pixar list of films and uh, I found that Pixar doesn't like to do the more cliche, what we're thinking of as a sidekick. Right. And um, maybe that's speaking more to their, they round out their stories yeah. a little, not better or well, they, worse. They, break, they but, break the mold a little differently yeah, than what the yeah. animation was. Like you know. Toy Story, I mean, people. You could argue that Buzz is a sidekick in the no, beer, but, but he's not. No but way. he's not. It's a buddy comedy. Right. They hold their own, right. and then you look at the rest of the toys, and you're like, "Well, are any of them sidekicks? Right. Maybe Slinky Dog is to Woody." Right. Well, I, we're, you we're, know, we're gonna we'll so, probably so, have we'll probably have a discussion on this right. topic with one of my choices. Okay. So I, I think you know you've touched on something okay. in one of my lists. Uh, do you want to? You wanna... Would you like me to start? I will start. Yeah, sure. Number Go for it. F- number five for me is. He's not necessarily the the funniest or the or the um, the guy that people look to and say, "Oh, I love that sidekick." But he <laughs> is. Then why did you? Well, because no, I think he's not. Well, he's not. That. He's not the original sidekick. The Seven Dwarfs are the original sidekicks. I would say I, I went with Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio. He is, oh. to me, he is... You mean like a throwback sidekick. Yeah, but I, I think... He's definitely he, a sidekick. He definitely is a sidekick, and he defines sidekick in the Disney in the Disney films, and he's, uh, you know, he has his... Give he's a little, there to give help a, Right, Pinocchio. give a little whistle, he he's your is. conscience, and, and, mm-hmm. and he, he really epitomizes what I think a sidekick is supposed to be, and so while I can't sit here and say I love Jiminy Cricket, as far as favorite sidekicks, it's, it's a little bit of a, a, the nostalgia nod again to what I see as 
who a sidekick is, what they're supposed to be. And he's he's kind of the template for all the, the Disney films that, that come after. You know, The Seven Dwarfs. More of the Disney. Yeah, Disney I mean, The Seven Dwarfs, you, you could argue The Seven Dwarfs came, came first, so maybe they are, but he's the single sidekick. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah that's the seven dwarfs. That is right. tough. They count as a sidekick, but it's like right. that's so many sidekicks. And something something I saw in the original story, the the eighteen eighty three Pinocchio novel, Pinocchio kills Jiminy Cricket with a mallet, and he comes back as a ghost. I thought that was a little fact that I saw. What? Right? That's so dark. dark right? It just seems so wrong. But what What was he so upset with him I about? I don't know. It's a bug. Or maybe. did he just yeah accidentally it's like spider walk across, cricket? You know? Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I don't know. So I thought oh, that was really bummer. right. It's kind of sorry to bum me out. Let's go well, to your number five then. It's Dick. okay though because okay. Disney Disney took he came back as a ghost. Disney protected they <laughs> protected that story, right? They didn't do that. Or no, they kept no, him. no, no. He was he was alive. Yeah, whole, yeah. I'm he like, was, was he a ghost? He was cricketing along that? all yeah. along the movie. So Disney yeah. only kills the parents. Yes, and kills the <laughs> Everyone parents. Everyone is a safe lot. Except, except for mom do, and dad. Do not be mom and dad, otherwise you're in trouble. Ugh. Yeah. It's so true. Thanks for bringing us down. No, I, I'm just. You're telling Tom everyone's like it safe is. in the Disney world. Yeah. Just don't have children if right. you're in a Disney movie because then you're done. Yeah. My number five is uh, Lewis from The Princess and the Frog. The, uh, the alligator. Yes, the alligator. And so many great puns and jokes because he wants to uh, be in a band. And. Um, and joking with like uh, Louis Armstrong, he's like, "I'm Louis, I'm Louis," and I don't know. I, I really like Princess and the Frog. I feel like it's a little underrated. I would agree with that. And uh, it definitely harkens back to traditional animation. That's what they were trying to do. They were very, very. Um, Is that the last uh, animated Disney film? Matter of fact, I believe that's the last. That's the last full length, non, yeah, um, non-computer animated, hand-drawn. Thing, right. Yeah, and it was the first one in a long time. At that point, too, it had been a while, especially since a good one. Yeah. And good music and voice casting. I know there was some controversy. Controversy. Did I say that right? Yeah, controversy. Because uh, the princess, everyone was excited. It was the first African-American princess. And then she turned into a frog for most of the movie. So you don't even get to see her. So I know that was controversial. Um, but I think it's still, it represents um, New Orleans so well and the culture there. But I just love the character of Louis. He's so funny and he's got a great song and he really uh enhances that little ragtag team that comes together also um the uh ray the little firefly, firefly yeah, is fun too moon, if I, yeah, yeah he's in love with yeah. her yeah I, I i will say i will say is louis i like the character design but he's lewis lewis That's, yeah, he sorry, lewis. Sorry. yeah but i i, I don't really i like the movie a lot but i don't really remember him so much and i've seen the movie a handful of times with my kids and yeah and i i so i like the character design i like the movie but as a sidekick he's he's okay to me i, I hmm. guess i can't I, i'm not he gonna give stood him, out to me yeah, yeah like, he just he not just to stuck, me he just stuck with me and whoever right. did that voice oh i uh, michael leon woolley okay did um a great job okay. kudos michael all right I, you I'm brought louis to life for me louis i keep wanting to call me armstrong <laughs> Well, so you're uh, you're number four. My number four is this. We're going with Sven in Frozen. Oh, this this might be. I, I do love Sven. This this I'm might not be crazy about Frozen. Yeah, we talk about Frozen. I think I don't think Sven, it's that we don't like. Frozen. You know what it is? It's because he's like a dog. Well, thank you. That's that's 
you're exactly highlighting my point. I have a it's soft a spot. I have a soft spot for like characters who, who act like dogs. Interesting. I, I, right? That's ironic right? it's, for it's someone who doesn't own a dog. Well, you make it sound like I, I hate dogs. I don't hate I dogs. I never said you hate dogs. Okay. But, uh, but if, when you don't own a dog and you have a, the, a backyard and the option right. to... But we talk about mark. we often talk about Frozen being overexposed and, sure. and too much, and and I really like Olaf the character, by the way. But, but you oh saw Olaf. Olaf was really he's he's everywhere. I don't yeah. I don't feel that I'm not so sick of him as much as okay. Let's let's cool it on the. Did he have uh, to become uh, like the po- he's replaced he's Mickey? Kind of, he's well, like I don't know, for like our advertisements out here on well, the princess and stuff. Is, I feel like Sven does not get his due, for and he's sure. a really cute, funny and a non talker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just Which is so great. so it, that's sort of my nod to Frozen. Olaf success, talks. the success. Frozen. Olaf talks a lot, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I like Olaf. Yeah, I like he's Olaf. fine. Um, but <laughs> then so so maybe Olaf. this is this is just sort of a, a thumbs up for a character, a sidekick character who who plays second fiddle to Olaf. And while I like Olaf, Sven doesn't get enough love. And this is oh, my way I of, love of putting the spotlight on. He on was Sven. my favorite character. Okay. in Frozen. Right. This is weird. Yeah, we're agreeing. Wow. Well, well I, I, I like Olaf see, too. I like Olaf too. You see Sven as a, a little, I don't want to say puppy, but when he's when he's a young reindeer, right? Uh, when he's just met, um, I don't don't know his name because oh, I'm no. so invested in Frozen. <laughs> oh gosh, what did you? It's not, it's not Hans. Because Hans is That's, the bad yeah, one. Just, you keep on bringing up names and then they're making us look bad when we can't remember no, the it's names. Just, what's funny is like usually I'd be like, oh, I should know this. I should know this. But I, I've had this problem before because I'm so right. uninvested I, in I've Frozen. I've seen it so many times. I think I've just blanked out. I mean, we know, I know, we know Elsa, Elsa and Anna, Anna and Olaf and Sven. And, and, you know. Kristoff. There you go. There you go. Oh, Wandering it's, Oaken. It's in there. It's yeah, in our we, brain. We, know these we have no choice. Right, right. Yeah. So I think you kind of see him as a little youthful reindeer right. uh, yeah i think he's, he's, he's a charming character okay all and right loves carrots that's so that's cute. my number four your number four my number four is uh pixar making an appearance and this might cause a discussion for you if you agree or not that this is a sidekick but i think in um monsters inc the truth the sidekick character is mike was no i i totally disagree I, it's no. funny I, you were saying earlier i couldn't remember my example of what is not a what is not a sidekick and mike was my perfect no mike i'm is. sully sully excuse me sully is not a sidekick no mike is the sidekick so mike's you have mike the sidekick yeah mike was i don't think you, i don't think either one of them is a sidekick no mike is um no mike is 100 percent the sidekick and how is he the sidekick in monsters uh incorporated uh-huh. it is sully's film Sully is the one going through the changes. He's the one that gets attached to Boo. Mike is there helping him. Mike's like, you can't be doing this. We got to fix this. This is a problem. Mike is a secondary character. You don't learn much about him. I've heard, you know I've about heard... His, his relationship. He has, there's a whole storyline with his relationship. Oh, yeah. He's got his own. Yeah, he's got his own little side it's story. It's not such a little but side it, story. It's all, it's all in aiding Sully's bigger story. Well, I, I mean, mean, sidekicks, he's got can, the connection sidekicks with the can have their own thing going on. You think they can literally have nothing going on except a no, connection. absolutely, absolutely not. But I think it, it's but I've, shown as a buddy, as a buddy comedy, and Boo, his Boo is, coming into the world is is Sully's but, issue, but, but it's also Mike's issue too. It's Mike's issues because it's Sully. Okay. He is there to serve Sully. He's his he's his assistant. He cares about him getting the screams. The only reason he wants Boo out of there is to protect. Sully's reputation, and I, I've heard some of the the Pixar people discuss the making of uh, Monsters University, and they said Monsters Inc. was Sully's film. That was his story, and so I think he was a sidekick in Monsters Inc. 
And Monsters and University, Monsters it's University Mike's story. is Mike's story. Okay, and it was I their chance to be like, we had this sidekick character. I don't think I don't think it diminishes. He's still a main character in right. it. And I think he is an unusual sidekick in right. that he is such a prominent role. Uh, and I, that's why I, I mean I love I, I love that film and I love Mike. And I, I guess it's a sidekick, he's hilarious. I guess I shouldn't protest too much because my number three is gonna fall into the same category okay, as what yeah. we're talking about. So See, if I, I, I think of it, well, I think I think if you think that Mike is a sidekick, I think for sure my number and I three. I can't get upset about Dory is is my number three. Oh yeah. Oh no. I, would, I was so I consider Dory a hundred percent. Dory is Dory is a wonderful character, mm-hmm. and she really helps the. the she story. is in, a sidekick. In, in, interesting enough. Oh, thousand percent. Interestingly enough, it was going to be a male, and uh, I think that the creator overheard like really uh, his wife watching Ellen DeGeneres on the Ellen show and said oh, that's thank Dory goodness right because then it would just be another like two male lead right, well, I don't think there's anything film. wrong with that but I think it's well, nice what they did yeah it completely right. changed the dynamic sure. to have her be so but I, I think she is a good foil to to Marlon oh yeah so different yeah and uh, I, I think it works really well and she's she's just she's so funny happy-go-lucky forgetful to his and worried again, about everything. An interesting enough character, a sidekick, but yet fascinating enough that a whole film can be made about find, them. Finding Dory, coming same out thing in as the Mike. Next year. Right. So, but so in Finding Dory, she won't be a sidekick, right. just like Mike is not a sidekick in MU. Right. Looks like we've just found a way to agree. <laughs> <laughs> right. I feel like I just wrote like yeah, a paper I, and I, you're not into it. Well, Mike is there from the beginning. Not that this is the, the definitive reason why somebody's a psychic or not a psychic. Mike is there from the beginning of the Monsters, Inc. story. Dory is not. Dory, he comes across Dory about, you know, I don't know, 20, 20 minutes in, half an hour in. Yeah. It's a part of his journey. But all the sci- a lot of psychics are, are there, there from the beginning. Yeah, yeah of Spins course. Yeah. there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And Sebastian's there the, the whole time. Yeah. And I understand. I understand. I just, I guess in my just, mind. It just comes up to like size of. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm just looking at like who's, which character, if you had to pick a character right. who's going through right. the changes. But then you look at like Buzz and Woody. Sure. They are both going at it head to head, even footing. Right. It's nobody's, it's both their stories. Well, curi- They're intertwined 100%. I'm curious what other people think. So yeah, tweet yeah. us at, at the Disney click or. Use you know. the hashtag top five Disney click. Yep. Yeah, and also be sure to follow us on Instagram at the oh, Disney Click. Yeah, I'll put some pictures up of Mike and Dory. <laughs> Are they sidekicks? Who knows? Who knows? All right, well, you're you're number three. My number three is a duo, and it could be a lot of people's number one. Maybe it is your number one. Probably Maybe not. not. No, okay. no, it isn't. Fabulous. I know who it's going to be, though. I think. Uh, classic, just an amazing film. Great soundtrack. Yes. Well, that describes a lot of them. It takes place in Africa? Yes, it does. Okay, all right. Uh, Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King, voiced by Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella. I think Timon and Pumbaa, I I I think that's one of those sidekick characters, going back to what I was saying, how you take them out of The Lion King. It still would be great. It has the music. It has the emotional. But that's all of the humor Except for the hyenas, I guess. But other than that, all of the humor from The Lion King comes from Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get flamed a little bit for this. I, I like I like them very much as sidekicks. I, you I do. don't like The Lion King? I, 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 not, I do like The Lion King. I don't love The Lion King. I know. Ooh, it's like sacrilege for me to is. say. That is. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't love it. I don't love it. I like it. 
I don't love it. And it's like one of those things I'm supposed to love, I guess. If no, I'm a Disney fan, no, I'm supposed I mean, you, to I, love. You never want to feel pressure. That's, no, like, well, that's like Frozen. I mean, you feel, I, yeah, I mean, we feel I, like just, we should love Frozen. Just because it's, it's, it's a wonderful oh, have you watched story. watched it recently? Yeah, I have. I've oh. seen it, you know, probably more recently than I want to. And I've seen this. Oh, gosh. seen the Broadway musical. And uh, Which is I, fun. I like, the I like, all right. they, they sing my favorite, Timon and Pumbaa sing my favorite song. Hakuna, Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata is my favorite song in the whole. no worries. Right. It's my favorite song in the whole movie and if not one of my favorite songs in in all of the it is a, it's soundtrack it's just i like yeah. the light bouncy it's just it's a wonderful yeah. message and all the humor be, yeah. with yeah so i don't want to not in front of the kids <laughs> i don't want to and i like i like anything that has to do with gas is always fun like, <laughs> my my inner five-year-old still appreciates go. that um but as i said the movie it's okay it's good oh it's gosh. good well it's good i know mine can might come up again so we can okay. save it uh-oh <laughs> All right, all right. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry to torture you sorry. with more Lion King discussion. Even though we, we talk, Briars and I talk a lot Disney. There's a lot that she doesn't know. My feelings. We just we yeah, we have not stuff. discussed the she Lion doesn't, King. She doesn't know that uh, about me that I'm that I'm not a a Lion King hater, but I'm also not a Lion King. We'll have to lover, discuss so. it slightly more. Okay, all right. My Get number my number that. two. Okay, which is some uh, character that I've mentioned before in another another list. Um, I don't know we have haven't gotten to that one yet, but. Uh, it is Doug from Up. Mm, definitely a sidekick. Yeah. Definitely a sidekick. And, and oh, for yeah. the fear of beating a dead horse, uh, he is such a great character. I, I, dogs are always, like animated dogs are so cute to me. And the idea of the <laughs> dog speaks. Well, what I know, is with all I know, these dogs? I know. I know, and, I know uh, what I'm getting you for your next birthday. Or... I hope it's not a dog. It's a puppy. <laughs> Even better. My, my kids will thank you. I will hate you for that. Oh. Well, then maybe um, you shouldn't be allowed to have all these dogs okay. on your list. But uh, I, I just, he's so, uh, it's no secret that I am, I think Up is a good movie, but overrated in the fact that I think it, it lives on that f- the first 30 minutes. And then after that, it's it's good. I just, I didn't the things connect like that. with Doug the Doug is after but Doug, that. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's my favorite thing about the rest of the movie is Doug. Doug and is they such tapped a great into character. something with that that had never. I mean, they've done. There's so many animated dogs or animated. It amazes me that nobody thought about to put a collar, yes. a talking collar on dogs. Yes. Right? It seems so and have obvious. The, it's a now. translator. Yeah, it's translating the. Barks. I've just met you and I love you and Squirrel oh and all these lines. Gosh, like it just, it's so it's obvious. Brilliant. And they just. It's almost because it's so simple. Right. I mean, so right. literally simplistic. It's th- it's taking a dog and narrowing their thoughts right. down to what we they're probably thinking. Right. And that's what's so genius about it. And the laughs, I just remember, you know, seeing it in theaters and people were losing it because yeah. it's hysterical because yeah. we all, you know, we're a dog culture and that's so exactly I, what dogs are I, I think probably that, would be saying. Yeah, I think the character <laughs> relationships in Up are, are nice and it's a very sweet movie. But when I think of Up, after I get past the, the first oh, half an hour, it really, it's about Doug. Doug, it slows Doug, down Doug a little in the me. third act, yeah. but I think it still is very okay, exciting. Fair enough. I'm not. I'm not saying once again. It's the Pixar thing that we always say. Is that well, how many Pixar? Uh, two. That was two. Oh, yeah. You've just had two Pixar. Uh, what I had Dory and I had Doug. And then what was your other? Uh, Jiminy Cricket. Oh, okay. And Sven. Okay. So no more. No more Pixar. Okay. That's maybe. It. Oh, maybe because it's animated or yeah. CGI. Sven, Sven kind of feels like he might be a Pixar, but he's not. Mm, no. no okay. Frozen oh. does not feel like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Briars. Ooh, sorry. You, that's an ice you, hole. On that note, you go to your number okay. two Okay. My number two is another just like um, instant, I guess, not classic, but big, big time character is the genie in Aladdin. Uh, 
voiced by Robin Williams. Okay, I got to I got him. List. He's my number one. Okay. He's my number one. So I thought that might be your number one, okay. but it doesn't surprise me you have him on there. Okay, he was, what, I, I mean, he could, he could have been my number one, but he seemed like I so felt a obvious, little more passionate but, for my number one. Okay, fair enough. Sli- just slightly more. Right. Uh, but again, not to be too redundant, but without the genie and Aladdin, you, you don't have, you have not a great film not right. a bad film but just no he, just he like make, a he makes a kids comedy can you, you know? imagine can you imagine no genie i mean a lot needs genie but can mm-hmm. you imagine it not being the manic drawing character he is I, I oh can't. my gosh I can't. no i mean his songs he has multiple songs and and then he's one where uh I, I i i would say this about my number one as well but but I give 100% credit to Robin Williams. If anyone else had voiced that character, it would not be the same. And, so, he, and he brought so much to it. I've, I've read a lot about how much he improvised. Some other, some other actors that were considered, John Candy, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy. Wow. I could, Which were all, all, I could all see, strong well, Eddie, in Eddie Murphy right. did Mushu, so I could kind of see he that. And, uh, and I could see Steve Martin, but I, I love Steve Martin. So I, could I see do. I love Steve. Martin so I could too. totally have seen Steve Martin, but it's hard to imagine. But, but Robin has that that feeling of you've just let comedy out of a cannon, and it's like boom, right. and that fits the genie. It's, it's this It's this thing that's been contained. All this power. I mean, the essence of Robin Williams matches what the essence of the character was, and he brought. I don't. I don't think anyone. I think people could have done an excellent job, but not had that same. It's just you watch it, and it just gets funnier. I mean. So much of it, when I first saw it as a kid, in, I mean, when it came out in 1992, I probably didn't see it for a few years because I was pretty little. Um, but when I first saw it, so much goes over your head. The humor is, is, that was kind of, you know, he was the precursor to what Pixar's now done with having films that are relatable for adults and children. And, and he did that a thousand percent. So Jeannie was your number one. Did you have anything else? You know, I, to add about... I, I think you kind of summed it up. Uh, there was something nice that I read about Robin Williams, mm-hmm. rest in peace, that he, his quote at the time was something like $8 million per film. And he took a pay cut to something like 75000 because wow. um, he wanted to leave something wonderful behind for his kids. That was, that was his feeling about That's doing cool. the genie. Yeah, I don't, it wasn't I don't, the height I of his that, fame, for sure. It was yeah, right around Doubtfire sure. oh, and yeah. things like that. Yeah, so I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds like something he would have oh, done. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This, yeah, for sure. So I thought that was a nice thought. That and is. that only makes me like the genie and Robin Williams even, even more to hear mm-hmm. that. Just, just a nice thought and for a great character. So you're number one. My number one was supposedly up for the role of genie uh, is uh, Mushu mm-hmm. in uh, Mulan. Okay. I just, I love Mushu so much. I don't know what it is. And he's, he's the sidekick that's like, girl, we're going to, like, he's, he's a very um, invested side. You know, side, some sidekicks are just like, okay, I'll, like, I'm here. I'm a non-talking animal. But he's like, I got to help you. Like, he, like, is putting her through training and helping Mulan get her wardrobe together. He's, he's not a lizard. Don't call him a lizard. No, no. He has so many, yeah, so many great one-liners. One of my favorites, I remember right after seeing it in theaters, we used to go around saying it was like, well, it's like there goes my, there goes my little baby off and saving China or right, something right. like that. Just, Eddie Murphy really voices uh, that And yeah, he well. brought him a lot of himself, you can feel, to the yeah, role for yeah. sure and brought the character yeah. to life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, I haven't seen Mulan in a very long time, so I don't have a, a big recollection of uh, of Mushu, but I know I know I liked him when I saw him, and and it's one of those that I instantly know Eddie Murphy's the mm-hmm. voice, and 
And I, again, without Mushu, Mulan would lose a lot of its humor. Probably. Well, for I, sure. as I said at the beginning of this Disney list is that uh, sidekicks more often than not make a movie. I know it's not supposed to be like that, and maybe a lot of people don't agree, but the sidekicks Well, mean they give so it the much. layers. I mean, the, the story's going to already be or there. Humor. Whatever's Whatever's sad or whatever's happening, but they right. add, yeah, they add the humor. Right. They're, they're there. They're and the I'm, comedic I'm relief. Guy. We could also call them... Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a humor guy. I don't. I don't there's like no things to get too seriously. Like, oh, that sidekick's yeah. just bringing me down. But I'm sure there's there's. Well, things I thought out of there. sadness as a as a sidekick kind of to joy, but she's still funny, which is the irony. Right. I, I found sadness to be one of the funnier parts that's, of Inside Out. That's interesting. Out. That's kind of a so, debate for for another day. Is, yeah. is sadness truly a sidekick? Are they I'd, all equal? I, you know, totally I th- thought of her as one because Joy's it's Joy's story. Yeah, I, I keep going so. back to like analyzing it's here it because from a well because I can go go back and say like dis- disgust or anger are, are definitely sidekicks a little bit more. Well, they're almost like secondary characters. Well, right, where they're Joy not, and they're not sadness, in the main story. But Joy and Sadness are very much a part of the the main story. But as you said, it, it's, they're the ones going on this journey. I understand, and getting but lost is Sadness a sidekick? I, I think she is because she's. She's already kind of established. Right. She knows herself. Right. And Joy doesn't yet. Okay. Well, I don't know. Interesting. Let us know what you think. Yeah, please. Please. Sadness is sidekick. <laughs> Dory is Mike Wazowski. At the Disney It is interesting click. from film to film, though, with Pixar. Yeah. That's the magic of Pixar, that they can take a sidekick. I'm trying to think really if Disney has ever it. done that. Not Disney has a lot of stuff out there. It's just too hard to think. Yeah, for Pixar sure. is still, I mean, 15 films. It's manageable in my brain. But when you yes. go to Disney, I mean, how many Disney films and are each there? each of them is... Almost all of them are very right. strong. And, right. Yeah. Right. So, so okay. Well, that's yeah. uh, that's our Disney list. On to the next thing. Next up, make your case. So I I, I want to get into something. Briars and I want to get into something. Uh, kind of an attraction highlight uh, for uh, Disney parks. And one of my favorite all time favorite attractions is the Haunted Mansion. Probably my my number one attraction. Uh, that I think is so Disney and so amazing. And uh, I just want to say a few words, a little bit about the history, a little bit about my attachment to it. And I, I want to re- remind you guys out there that that Friars and I are not historians or super, super, super experts on things. No. We <laughs> are very enthusiastic fans, fans yeah. who like to talk about And our passions Disney. overlap in some ways and right. some things right. we're, feel very differently so, about. So I, don't, I just don't want you to, to jump on us when you know we don't have every little detail or don't get everything right. A lot of this is, is learned over the years. A lot of it is a little bit of looking up online. And, if you and know something we don't, yeah, t- tweet we'd love us to hear. And, and, and yeah, it's all get, about, correct us, give it's us all about the correct you guys, facts or you know, what, what Teaching not. us things. So the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland was the, the original, uh, opened in, on August 9th, 1969. Right before my birthday. Okay. <laughs> almost when our almost uh, right around when our podcast debuted. What was that? Okay. How Would time flies. special for you. Right. Um <laughs> trying to I, I appreciate that. So so a uh the Disney legend uh, Harper uh Goff is uh he did a sketch that had kind of a right off Main Street, kind of a crooked I saw yeah. crooked street going up to like a church and a graveyard and then up on a hill was this creepy spooky mansion and and walt was not no well he 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 didn't want it to be he he had a famous quote of saying like we'll take care of the outside and let the ghosts take care of the inside Mm. so he redesigned it and uh you know he's very concerned with appearances in the park and keeping it keeping a very 
nice know, appearance. Like clean look, right. yeah. Right. So he, he, I think he struck a nice balance with the New Orleans Square uh, manor. It is neat that it, it looks ex- like vastly different from world to land. Yeah, for it's sure. Very different, have their own vibe. And because they're kind of in different areas. This is one of those, park. this is actually one of those things where I, I love them both. I maybe prefer the outside to the Disney World on I a do. mansion. A little more to It looks the a little more like a mansion. Ominous. It looks a little more ominous I mean, to me. you can see the greenhouse. Yeah, it's right? kind of up yeah. on a hill. It's kind of lording over you. It, looks it really spooky. looks like I, I think, someone wealthy right. lived there And I think the, the, Disneyland, the Disneyland mansion looks cool. And I, maybe it doesn't have the benefit of space that Walt Disney World yeah, has for sure. as much. And I think it's really awesome. It's the classic. And there, there'll yes. always be an attachment to that. But it's not quite as foreboding as I feel and the Disney in, World one. It's more New Orleans style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so for it, sure. So it's cool. So anyway, so um, he, uh, you know... in. in was Anderson is uh, is Ken Anderson was the uh, assigned Imagineer to the Haunted Mansion, and he used a lot of uh, Goff's ideas, um, and uh, he studied New Orleans and plantations and all that sort of thing. And and as I said, you know, Disney kind of nixed that and said, nope, it's got to look look better outside and class you know, it up, right? Class it up a little bit. So you know, they uh, then came on at the Imagineers, Raleigh Crump and Yale Gracie. Uh, and they they recreated Ken Anderson's stories that he had he had dreamed up, and uh, it was uh, you know Gracie sounds familiar for a reason. A lot of the characters uh, are named after a lot of the Imagineers. So Gracie is obviously you know Gracie Manor and, and that sort of thing. So uh, I thought that and was kind of cool. Is it are they both Gracie Manor, or did do they give each house a different name? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm more familiar with, with Disneyland, right. but I think they're both Gracie Manor, but it could be okay. wrong. Yeah, I it's feel like funny. the storyline, yeah. once you go on to the ride, the storyline is the same. Yeah, the Walt so Disney like World has a couple additional rooms, but otherwise they're they're very similar mm-hmm. uh, in, in a lot of ways. Um, and when uh, in 1961, there are handbills announcing the, the opening, the 1963 opening of the Haunted Mansion. It took a while well, to, that's, to build or there were some changes. Well, here's construction began a year later. They Segway. were kind of, they were kind, yeah, they were kind of, you know, hyping it up. And then um, there was a, a big delay. You know, obviously the exterior was completed in 1963. The ride didn't open until 1969. Talk about Star Wars land. And yeah, you coming. can't complain. Six years. Well, I got, there's good reason. The World's Fair, were, it's a small yes, world, came they were out. Busy. And, and Walt Disney died during Carousel that time. Carousel of Progress okay. was also at the but, World's but Fair. But Walt Disney passed away. Right. And then and they that went in a different direction. Right. But that obviously had a lot to do oh, with for the, sure, yeah. It was a different time, and that's that. And World was already, everything. he was starting plans on that. So there's but, a that lot. but I don't think that was the thing that stopped that. I think his, but, his but death really impacted slow, it. But slow it down. Yeah, I don't know. I, it could have. Sounds but, like you disagree. Well, I, I think <laughs> that when somebody passes away, and obviously when Walt Disney passes well, away, yeah, that has the, a major impact on creator plans. Creator and owner yeah. of the entire so, so I really think park. I think the It's a Small World at the World's Fair and the, and him passing away had a major impact on that that delay. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had the outside done. Well, if they knew it was going to be some sort of ride the, at that point. The mover that it's on, the Omni, the, the, the Omni mover, mover yep. was one of the first. Of its kind, right? Yeah. yeah, it was the first in in Disneyland, I believe. Right, so, so I feel like something like that too. When you're creating, you know, what at the time is cutting edge technology, right. that's got to not slow you down, but it's gonna, you know, you're not just gonna, you don't know what to do. You're you're creating it as you go. Right, right. Well, and it is really neat. It's neat technology it's, that they've used. That's one of my favorite parts of the ride. Yeah, how, yeah. Mover, how they, yeah, they yeah. This, it's a and people eater. Now it's um makes for an efficient line, and now it's Little Mermaid is that way. I mean, so many. 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's yeah. really important to suck up people within those, those <laughs> hot crowded days. A couple of the names that are associated with the voices in the Haunted Mansion. Mm. Uh, Eleanor Audley is uh, Madame Leota. She's also was the Cinderella's wicked stepmother and Maleficent, uh, the voice actress. And oh, okay. Thorough Ravenscraft, which we have talked before as a singing bus, but oh, also yes. Tony the Tiger the and multi-talented. the multi-talented, you know, or the from the song "You're a Mean One," Mr. Grinch. Uh, and then Paul Frees is uh, the ghost host, and he was uh, Boris Badenoff at from Rocky and Bullwinkle. I, I will say, all the voice work is outstanding oh, it's great. on that ride. I mean, it's so each great. time you hear great. someone talking and the kind of overarching monologue that happens is right. like is stellar right it's and, great. and it a little sets the mood and a fact that perhaps many know or many don't that in in disneyland the stretching room it's an elevator you go down to enter the ride because you got to get under the tracks to to the attraction in walt disney world it's just the ceiling just goes up because there's no you don't have to get under anything you just Enter right, so it's just an effect of the ceiling so it stretching. It's an elevator. It's an elevator in Disneyland, but not right. in Disney World. Disney World. Okay, it just and stretches. I'm always paranoid that the, it's an elevator at on on um, Hollywood Tower of Terror. It's an elevator when you're standing in the room watching the pre-show. Right, I don't know. And I think yeah, I, it, think, I so. think it is one of them. It's, that might be my yeah. I don't paranoid. know. I don't know. I'm like where because they I always been on Tower of Terror because that's as much why as they say the go to the mansion. dead center, right? Because they want. They want it in the center. They, well, the, if it's, they want you to see the, the pictures. No, no, I think, too, as an elevator, maybe. If, if, if everyone's spread out, if it like centers the gravity okay. for it to move. I don't know if I there's thought. any truth to that, but it sounds good. they do the same good. thing. They don't want you on the edges right. for uh, Tower of Terror. Okay, it's fair. So I thought that I was that was thinking about yeah, these yeah, elevators. Yeah. So I'm really into the elevator. Yeah. No, the elevators definitely go down in Disneyland. You and do they feel don't go it feels like yeah, you're I, dropping I, a little. The, the, it's heavy. My my personal attraction, and and then you know they did the uh, the uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday in 2001, which is a, another addition to an already great attraction. I, I happen to to like the the couple month break that you get from the regular Haunted Mansion. They switch it up to uh, oh. the Nightmare Before oh, Christmas. Oh yeah, I overlay. love. I almost like yeah. that version. Better. I think it's kid. It's a little bit friendlier for kids. I will say that. I think the I would haunted be, mansion. No, one? no, no. I think the or holiday, the... the holiday one, is friendlier for oh. a four-year-old to go. It's a little more colorful, a little less creepy. Oh, see, I think it's creepier. Really, than yeah. the haunted mansion? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I think it's that Tim Burton style. No, really I think creepy. the the bride who chops her. Oh, but that's her just like head. classic folk. You know, it's like ghosts. It's what they do. I guess so, they kill each other. I don't know. I guess I don't. I think one's a little more festive. A little. You have zero oh. floating around. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. So. But I, I have, I, I've talked about this before. I have a huge attachment to the Haunted Mansion, not only for, for me, when I was at Disney World, I think for the first time, I was afraid to go on. I was staring outside at Disney World and watching my family go on and they came back and they were just trying to get me on. Do you have a fear of ghosts? Or, I don't know. I mean, did it someone tell you like no. the ride has no drops, it doesn't it go upside just, down? It was just spooky to me. I don't know. It's, There's something, it's literally a you know, bar. it's one of those things that I had to work up my my, huh. you know, my guts, my strength to to How go on it. How old were you? I boy, I seven, eight, nine, ten. So I had to be young. I was I was under ten. I was maybe eight or nine. I don't remember. I just can't remember the age I was there. Wow. I was fairly young, and um. How you can be pretty young? I feel like you can take like a three year old on that, right? I think so. Yeah. It's pretty pretty funny, you know. And so anyway, so finally, my family convinced me to to go on it, and I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> And went on it and loved it and couldn't I they told they tell a tale of me going on it like three, four, five more times in a row. That's that was funny. how much I loved it. So obviously I have that connection. The magic of Disney. Right. And then and then now and then now I have uh my daughter who absolutely loves the ride with me. It's it's our ride. 
And there's so much to look at. And right. It's, it's but so I think much there's to so, take in. But I think there's so many other rides that I would think that she would be terrified that she would be much better going on over Haunted Mansion. But Haunted Mansion, she See, I don't loves. Think, I don't, yeah, I don't think of Haunted Mansion as scary there's at all. There's some creepy images in there. there. You don't think there's the, the hallway where there's the co- hand pushing out of the coffin. I guess it all feels very story. I don't know. I think I think because the ride itself is so smooth right. and calm and mm-hmm. that moment where you lean back and it's very relaxing. Yeah. I don't know. It just never feels... Yeah, I, it never feels too. They never take it too far. No one ever right. actually like pops out, and there's no you know super scary, scary moments. Well, let, let me ask you this: Which is scarier, like Snow White's Scary Adventures or the Haunted Mansion? Snow White's. Oh, um, probably been a while since you've been on Snow yeah, White's. Yeah, no, that's my problem. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I'd probably say Snow, Snow White's scary. Okay. All those those kids. What about Pinoc- Pinocchio? Are like, scarier than Pinocchio's Daring Journey versus Haunted Mansion? Trippy. Yeah, I think so. They, uh, the technology. I don't know if it was more dated. They just, they just like rush through right. the darkness, and you're like, ooh, it's very. It's that abbreviated storytelling on those kids rides. Right. So it's like one second, the the main character's there, and then you flip into a new room, and suddenly right. everything's happy. Right. That almost scares me yeah, more. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. why is everything? No, I, I tend so to agree. Fast. With you. I, my kids have a harder time going on a lot of those other Fantasyland dark rides. Those are yeah. My, you know, Peter Pan's flight. That should be I a cakewalk. Like, yeah, like Space Mountain is not as scary. I mean, I love Space Mountain, but right. I, I can see why. In that terms might be of scary. not actually, yeah. It's yeah, dark, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting. So, but I think Haunted Mansion sums up, and I've said this probably a lot before. It, Haunted Mansion sums up what Disneyland does so well. The the, the immersive the, the immersiveness. The the queue is amazing. And the, the cast members the, working the, the queue cast members are, are in part character, of the story. which is everything. Amazing. Every little detail is. It's just to me. It's when. I imagine Disneyland hit its stride as a theme park, as raising the bar. I know they raised the bar from the beginning, but but when that came out, that was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is well, they had pirates a plus entertainment as well. I would I would put pirates in pirates that was nineteen sixty seven. Was that before or after? I think it was before, right? Nineteen sixty seven for pirates. You said what year was Man- Haunted 69. Mansion? 69. Yes, yeah, so it was like pirates two years was before. 67, right? Yeah. This so, was, so yeah, I feel so like you're that right. Was so same, pirates was the same thing. The same vibe of yeah. like, as soon as you're in line, you're right. already there on location. Right. And then as it goes on, you just get more, yeah. you know, it's more yeah. immersive. So I, I would uh, I would really point to, to the Haunted Mansion as really a, a highlight for any Disney trip. And I can't wait to someday go to Phantom Manor. Over in uh, what is it, the Hong Kong Disneyland, and uh, just all the the parks theme their haunted mansion a certain way, and and it's really a special thing for me. I, I will not go to a park in, in Euro Disney. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I've, I've been and I'm trying Phantom, to remember. Did they call it Phantom Manor? I don't remember what no, they call it. No, I don't there. think so. Because Mystic Manor is the one in Hong Kong. I might be called Phantom Manor, but it's. We'll have to look thing. it up. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Phantom Manor, we'll but I could be wrong. And... But anyway, so that's that's my uh, I, you know my my little short brief history of the haunted mansion what i know what i've what i've looked up my connection to it and uh you know and it's closed for a little while now while they prepare for yeah, the holidays yeah well it's un- it's well, currently closed so it's yeah for refurbishment yeah well that's what they do right yeah right it's now. an annual yeah. thing yeah it's at this point not at world at the point you're hearing this podcast it will have been open and and in the thing possibly so, but world's yeah, always yeah. open you can go yeah. to january well, but that's the down i mean thing. go they need on it they need the holiday mansion down there so I'd they like need. I like the holiday. They don't have the holiday on a mansion. The nightmare before Christmas overlay mm-hmm. down in there. So, I think it's good that each yep. each park has their own thing. Yep, I agree. So, okay, well that's uh, that's it for this one, and we'll uh, on to the next. Okay. Sit down, movie lovers. 
Here comes movie reviews. Okay, so for this next segment, we are discussing the most influential movies in our childhood. Disney movies, right? Disney movies. Okay. That's good. <laughs> no, anything. Okay. Universal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That live action. There'd be a lot of. I guess that'd, it could that'd be, be too live big action. of a discussion. Uh, but yeah, so we kind of kept it open-ended and we've both, again, not discussed beforehand and we've just chosen some films that stood out for our, in our childhood. And, um, there is a, a little bit of an, um, an age difference. I don't know if we always make that clear, but so our childhood is encompassing different decades. So that kind of gives a little bit different options. So I don't think we'll have any overlap because the films that I chose would not be in your childhood. Not well, but, to make wait, you but feel... the, this list is not about our childhood's most influential Disney movies, childhood or not. Like some of mine are, are okay. in my adult so, life too. Okay. See, yeah. I just took it as childhood. Okay. But, and I, well, that's the fun of this. So, yeah. So, so maybe there will be overlap. There probably will be then. If, if I'd you like put it that. that okay. On one of them. Yeah. I think it'll only be one of them. Yeah. Never more than one. You want to uh, well, I, I, do I, your first? Well, I'll do my, my first. It's... Um, from your childhood this or is, adult? Well, this is from my childhood, but this movie came came out well before I was even born, uh, and that is Mary Poppins. Mary okay. Poppins is a big influence for Pick me. Pick of you. Like this came out when I was no, it was eight? way no, no, it was well before <laughs> I was well before I was born. And uh, but I, I grew back, up watching it. Yeah, back then they, there were shows that they played in. I don't know if they were dollar theaters or what have you, but we went. In summer camp, we went to see it, and then I went to see it again, and then I caught it on TV. Uh, I love Dick Van Dyke's character, Bert. It was just kind of like Jolly Holiday, the songs. It doesn't seem like a movie that one would like. I, I don't know. I guess it's probably universally loved, and the Disney fan loves it or appreciates it, at it's least. It's a classic, for it is, sure. It is a classic. And um, I remember that it was probably the first film that something magic happened in the movies to me. I, I can't quite recall. A mix of the animation, animation and, with live action. Right, but it was also engaging. I, the story. I probably had a little crush on the, the girl, you know. Mary Poppins? or Mary, Mary Poppins. No, yeah. not Mary Poppins. The, I was oh, young. the I was little young. blonde yeah, girl? I, yeah, I was oh. young. I was, so I was, she's not, was she Yeah, but I was, I was like five or six. I yeah, don't that's know, okay seven. to I don't love remember, like, you know. Mary sure. Poppins. Yeah, well. I loved Dennis Quaid in the Parent Trap okay, Disney movie. There, there you go. Remembering like, who's but I just, the father? I just, I just remember it, it transporting me. Step in time. I love Step in Time. That Great number. music. Yeah. Uh, it's just something that probably was kind of an awakening for the magic of movies for me. I couldn't tell you this at the time when I saw it. Of course, now as an adult, I can look back and say, this is one of that the things. That was a moment. When, when, not the moment, but one of the moments. Yeah. Where something like something about lit movies, a fire yeah, you, yeah, lit a fire in me about about movies and how magical and awesome they could be. Did you see Saving Mr. Banks? Yes, yeah. I did. And did you? I enjoyed it yeah. a great deal. Okay, I saw it actually on a Disney. You don't sound... I, I saw it on a Disney cruise ship. Well, that sounds right? perfect that pretty, that and charming. Cool? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very emotional. Yeah. Great acting. Uh, I didn't expect it to be quite as adult and heavy as it yeah. was. I really enjoyed it, but it was really yeah. It's sort of, geared towards the older. I feel yeah, like I think so. It's yeah. not. It's it is a. I it has lighthearted. I don't know, but get as much out of it. If you are a, uh, not that you need to love everything just because it's Disney or the history of Disney. No, but as, but it's as a, a neat as a, story. As a Disney fan, and or a Mary Poppins fan, it's hard not to find something wonderful about saving saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. And, it's and, just and, funny. She really fought him. Yeah. Uh, the author of Mary Poppins yeah. fought Walt. Uh, 
along like tooth and nail sure. over everything. It's yep. very interesting. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so that that's a, that was a big one for me. And, hmm. you know, yeah. How, what, what's one that from your childhood or yeah. in general? So my the the one that stands out as the first film I first of all remember seeing in theaters. Uh, I can remember just being in the theater and being conscious that I was seeing a film, and also emotionally very depressing and I like didn't watch it for five years afterwards because it was so sad uh The Lion King which um to equate for my generation it was the frozen of my generation I mean my my best friend had Nala a stuffed animal Nala not a real lion I had a stuffed Simba um we rehearsed we did a choreographed dance and a talent show to I Just Can't Wait to Be King I remember rehearsing to um to the cassette tape to age was, it. Was you you probably don't know this, but was the Lion King the biggest grocer of that that you know Renaissance? Of no, de- def- oh yeah, absolutely. It was definitely the yeah. biggest earner. And an okay. interesting fact: it was it was made at the same time as Pocahontas. They were made in neighboring animation studios, right across from each other. And the the rumor is that all the animators wanted to work on Pocahontas. They thought that was going to be the big hit. That's so interesting. Yeah, right? I Little think you know, know if you look at, I think if you look at Lion King. It's you know, it's very simple. The, the coloring, it's it's in Africa. Maybe it's not as evolved. And they thought you know, Pocahontas with all these colors and a princess. They just thought that was going to be the hit. And uh, Lion King just pfft, swept right. it under well, the Lion rug. Lion King was a runaway set. Pocahontas did okay too. I think uh, not just it not did, Lion King. It did fine, but and I had some friends. I remember like friends that liked it, and I. Well, but, I wasn't in. I didn't even but, like it as a child. But just I mean, because we don't, fine. It, it has good songs, right? It doesn't resonate with us as much. Doesn't mean it still didn't do well at but the I box d- office. But I don't think. I think by Disney standards, it was, was it a, a moderate hit or was no, it a total disappointment? I think not a total, but I think it definitely um, underwhelmed in terms of yeah, box I guess office. It, success. I guess there's a definition of what and underwhelmed means. They came means. out around the same time right. again. Um, I, I think it's interesting. I that Lion King see, was the surprise. I actually went to see Lion King not in the first first round, but the re-release. They re-released it like later yes, in the year, and like I saw same, it. Yeah. I saw it for the first time in that time, not the first time. Two thousand eleven. No, 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 no. I saw it way before that. They re-released oh. it in what? It came out. What year did it come out? Do you know? Uh, nineteen ninety four. Yeah. So I I probably saw it in like late nineteen ninety four or nineteen ninety five, whenever it was re-released. A second okay. Time. Oh, because it was so time. did so well. Yeah, in theaters, they, yeah. Even back then, they were re-releasing movies yeah. like that. So that's a, that's a good one. I, I, oh, I well, I, I mean, the the sad the uh, Mufasa storyline though. Struck, yeah. I mean, it was it was the first time that I was so so emotionally hit by a storyline as right. a child. Right. I remember, you know, my family bought it on VHS, and right. I was like, it's weird because I love the film, but as a child, I was like, I'm not watching that. It's sad. It was it was like too sad. Right. It was like I couldn't. In my head, Mufasa was still alive. He was hap- happy with his son, Simba. Like, I couldn't deal because that death is just sure. heart-wrenching. I, and I, the the stampede is, it's, yeah. yeah, it's well, I mean, it's visually stunning. Right. It, I have, um, is it based on uh, Macbeth? Is that what it's based on? Is it? Uh, Hamlet. 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 Yeah, I can't really get this. Hamlet. Um, my admission is that that while I appreciate the film very much, it's and I and I think it's a, a I think it's a good film from my personal take. Uh, it's not like it's not one of my favorites. Oh, that's a crime, right? It should. I don't want to say it's. I don't want to say it's overrated because that's too too harsh. Well, I don't think. Say, but it's. But I think it's, it's very highly rated. But I think everyone would agree that it's. It. A lot of people argue it's Disney's best in terms I of guess, animated I, films. I guess, and what I mean, would I guess you put it above it? 
Well, let me let me tell you. <laughs> I would put Beauty and the Beast, which is another one on my list. I okay. I like Beauty and the Beast better. That was I was um, a little bit older. I was still a, a you know a kid, but you, I remember my sister Oscar loved, nominated the right first. the first right, which is a big deal. And my sister loved this movie, and she put him on and probably on the outside. I'm like, oh, Beauty and the Beast again, uh, girls, this and that. But in, but inside, I'm sort of like maybe she just she wore me down, and after a while, I'm like. I really like this movie. This is yeah. a good movie. It is a good movie. This is a good movie on its own. It's animated, and that's when yeah. I started. To, that's when I started to see animation as not just a kids thing, but it mm-hmm. could be enjoyed on an adult or oh, a yeah. different level. Adults love the, the, that the film as well. animation, yeah, and and that's what this one did. So I, I love Gaston. I love I love you know the Belle the, is the best princess. She's so, not I, just because I we, slightly we, resemble we, yeah, her. We joke and say that that you know, Briars looks a little. Like and that's Belle. not. If she played a princess, it would definitely which be I, Belle. That's what I would want to play. Okay. But but just to, to shout out to Belle, she falls in love with the man, not based on his looks. He literally looks like a beast. Falls in love with him, then he happens to but, transform that, and be a prince. And she's a reader. She's super literate, smart, educated. Turns down Gaston. I mean, she's. She's a class act. Would that be the beast in the title, Beauty of the Beast, in the movie you're talking about, who she falls in love with? Yes. Okay. That yeah. Was, that was a bad joke. Failed miserably. Yeah, I did not <laughs> get it. I was going to try to get it earlier on, but, you know, you, I didn't you want to interrupt you. You mean, yeah, I need this explained, and probably a lot of the viewers, listeners. You said that she fell in love with a beast, and I was just going to say, oh, there's a beast in Beauty and the Beast? Because it's in... Forget it. It's you know. Yeah, you're digging. Bad, Where's bad your joke, shovel? Bad joke. As I you're, see your you're, hole. you're handing me the shovel. Um, Here anyway, you go. so Keep digging. So Beauty and the Beast is is probably my all time favorite animated Disney movie. Wow, it's, it, that's how much of an impact it has. I've seen it so many times. It's up. It's top five I, for I, me. I, I appreciate it. I think the songs are great. I think the characters are great. I think there's a simple it's, simple it's message that everybody should. Know. I just think there's so much there's so much good about it. Yeah. That. And I remember it, and I remember once again. Maybe it was like I, I, my sister had put a mind control device on me, said you will like this film because you're gonna make, you're gonna watch it so many times. And and here I am, it worked many years later. Like yeah, that is might be my yeah. favorite animated Disney film. Hmm. So there you go. There How about you, you have another one? To, that? Yes, uh, another um, another film that came out. I I'm not sure of the year. I was a little older. But I distinctly remember seeing in theaters Mulan, and I think uh, this was this was right at the end of Disney still being strong in animation. It was one of the last really good animated films I think before they hit their their drought of Brother Bear one and two. And we some we, we always mention Brother Bear. I know it's it really so that easy. <laughs> it's it's not good. I mean, okay. you watch it once and it just feels like a you know like a DreamWorks right. film. It feels like another studio made it, right. and it's like oh gosh, Disney well, made other this. Studios do make good films too. Right, but in terms of children's films, uh, animated films particularly, uh, Disney. I think Disney's Disney more is Disney's, the gold standard. Disney, Disney's more consistent, but there's a lot of other. And I great think they're DreamWorks back to their consistency. And, okay, all right, fair enough. So anyway, so you're uh, yeah, saying yeah. So Mulan. So, and I think I think it stood out because um, talking again, I love I love Belle, but I also love Mulan as a Disney princess um, because of you know she's the heroine of the film. A lot of the other films, it's the it's the man saving her. You know, Sleeping Beauty is asleep the whole time. Snow White falls asleep and needs to be kissed to be woken up. Um, and Mulan really takes control of her own destiny, and that was neat to see. Um, and it's just a, it's just comically, you know, you've got uh, Mushu, Eddie Murphy, 
love that character and and the the music in Mulan is amazing. Um and just I love I love the entire film and I think I think I probably you know to go I grew up with brothers so I was forced to watch a lot of talking about you being forced to watch Beauty and the Beast. I didn't have a choice and we watched a lot more of the the films that were pandered to to boys. And so I think it was fun to be able to, you know, my brothers liked Mulan just as much as I did, but it was, you know, a woman uh, at the at the lead of it. Right. So I that was go special. Ba- I have to go back and watch Mulan. I have seen it a couple times, but it's, it's been good. a very long time. I can't it's remember. Very good. I mean, I remember Mushu. And, I want to say but, 98, 1998 is my guess. Seems a little late to me, but I don't, I don't know. I, you know, it's not one that's we'll strong in my memory banks. Yeah. So, and uh, my my final like, it's one. It's not in my brain. Well, I, you know, there's some that I can I can. You should put, watch it with your a, daughter. Put a time frame. I, I will. But yeah. there, I, I think she's seen it already. Actually, but again, me. but again, um, there, it's, worth, it's worth repeating. Movies not all of them. movies take you back to a certain time, place, and time. And the good ones, I really remember the area or time. And that's this last one is no exception for me. Uh, it was 1995, Toy Story. Um, that's that's the one, and it seems stolen my thunder. Yeah, it seems so obvious, and this is the one I thought that Briars and I would would share. It showed to me once, once again that an animated film, granted computer animated, could work on so many levels and have so many layers, appeal to the kid in me, the adult in me, and be different than what had come before. And that was really hard because it came at a time where things were, I think, getting tired. They just we'd seen this. It was when Disney before. animation was having its slump. Yeah, it just and Pixar saved and it. Maybe, and maybe Pixar highlighted Disney having its slump even more so. Well, on all they, all animated, there wasn't showed, any other studio yeah, making good kids films. Right. But but so Pixar just showed this is how you do it now. It's what the you rules, can do. The rules have changed, yeah. and this is what you can do. And at the time, I was working uh, at a movie theater, so I saw I saw it a few more times. Probably, then I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of other things because I could kind of catch different but parts or stay after and see. You can it. watch it so many times and yeah. the, it's so quick. Right. There's it's, so much to catch every time. It's just such a good, it's such, it, it, if it wasn't for Pixar, I will say, Pixar and my kids, because my kids, of course, we go to movies with my kids, but if it wasn't for Pixar, I, I think I might have been done with animated films in my adult life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think I might have been like, eh, I don't have any interest in them. I'm very thankful. Yeah, is it for, worth your time if Pixar, it's pandered to you know, children? I'm thankful for my kids as well, but I'm thankful for <laughs> I'm thankful for for Pixar to kind of give us something together that we all can enjoy mm-hmm. on many different levels, and that's really hard to do. Yeah, and, and they influence others to do it, to try to do it as well. Toy Maybe. Story was my my other film. Yeah, I remember seeing in 1995, uh, and again I remember specifically my parents laughing a lot during the film at things I didn't understand. But I remember being like, this is like kind of, it's neat that they're enjoying it as you know, it's not a, it's not a task for them to have to go see a kid's movie with their kids. Um, and they were enjoying it. And I love that. It felt so inclusive. It was like, Oh, we're we can all enjoy this together. And that was really special. And I, I mean, Pixar's definitely upheld that, um, pretty much throughout all of their films. Right. Um, it's, it's interesting. You say that, by the way, I have that feeling about, um, Jurassic Park. I know it's not Disney. The first Jurassic Park. I got. Oh, to, I took my dad, and my family best. to it, and it's like we had a an experience that we all could could enjoy it yeah. together, no matter of of age or anything. It was just it's such a memory in my yeah. head. And and Toy Story, a lot of Pixar films, I think, are kind of equal that mm-hmm. perhaps in a different way, but the same idea that 
that it's just everybody can enjoy it and nobody has to be dragged to the theater yeah, so everyone much. Everyone wants to see it. I've I, seen mo- almost all the Pixar films with my family. Right, yeah. yeah there are people, people out there who like still Pixar. see Pixar's animation and they have no interest and that's, that's fine. That's rare though. I mean, it's a No, pretty... there's a lot of people out there who, who just animated is animated to them. Well, I'm telling you, there there are there are people who just who don't. We run in circles who care about that sort of thing, but the they do exist. Sellers. I don't know if they're listening to this podcast, <laughs> but they do exist. So, yeah, well. so that's uh, those are uh, we've shared a couple of our mm-hmm. memories, some yeah. childhood, some young young adult. I would yeah. say, you know, but um, they are a reason, perhaps, why we're here today and why yeah. we, we love ignited Disney. that passion yeah, for, for Disney sure. and. For good quality film, right? Definitely. Right. So, if you have any uh, thing to contribute or any your your childhood Disney films or yeah, please adult, share any, them with any us. Any influence? Yeah, go to the Disney Click at the Disney Click hashtag the Disney Click hashtag top five Disney Click to share your own top five with us. Right. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Disney Click. Right. So. Thanks for joining us. We hope you have a magical week. You want me to say magical week? Yes. Okay. And uh, five times. <laughs> three more to go. Magical, magical, magical week, week, week. There and you go. Have a have a great time. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. The Disney Click is a Meltdown Presents production, produced by Terry Luberoff and Mason Booker. Audio engineer, the Miracle Worker, Mason Booker, with your hosts Rick Luberoff and Briars Newman. Our theme song, King of the Swingers, is performed by the Swing Ninjas and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Jazzy Frenchie is our break music and can be found on binsound.com. End credit music, Dill Pickles, is performed by the Heftone Banjo Orchestra and provided by freemusicarchive.org. Don't forget to tweet us at the Disney Click. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Disney Click. Use the hashtag Top5DisneyClick to share your own Top five. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.